Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. He was up each morning with the dawn Because he knew his daily run was long and hard And he had to be ready To get his freight train down the track Determination he would never lack The little locomotive called Freight Train Freddy Hi everyone. Welcome to Getting on Top. I'm your host Paul Morris. We're here Wednesdays from four to four thirty PM and uh we broadcast from the southern Hudson Valley region of New York State, which for you out of town is is just the northern suburbs of uh New York City, my hometown. And uh anyone would like to call in and have a uh ask a question or make a comment for me and my guest, the number is one three four seven Two one five nine four five six, and uh, that little ditty was Freight Train Freddy, uh, written by Peter Tazone, who illustrated the book. Uh, I am the author. It's a rhyming children's story about a 19th century steam engine uh, doing his daily run. And uh, if anyone would like to see the beautiful pictures Peter drew, or read some of the uh, rhyming verse that I wrote, uh, you can go to ftfcreations.com. It's FTF is in Freight Train Freddy Creations dot com, and you can pick up the uh, e version for two ninety nine. Software version is also uh, on sale. I also want to mention Upper Cervical Chiropractic in New York, established in two thousand two, located in White Plains, New York. UCCNY has become a standard of excellence in the profession, and attracts patients from all over the world, including famous celebrities and athletes. You can find them at www.ucc-my.com. If you call 914-686-6200, that's Dr. Gertner's office. Mention my name, Paul Morris. You get a free consultation and exam worth $300. And um, today I'm very pleased to have back uh, Peter Roth. And today's topic is human design one of the areas that Peter is a, an expert in. And we're going to be talking about human design, the user's guide for humankind. And uh, Peter is a, an intuitive healer, counselor, human design analyst, teacher, author, photographer, film producer, and radio personality. He's going to be on the other end of the mic, though, today. Peter is the founder of the Heart River Center, where his books, where his works and client, where he works excuse me, with clients and students worldwide. And today we're going to be discussing human design to understand how it can be utilized as a user guide to human behavior and a manual for self-knowledge. Now, Peter, if you want to find out more about Peter, you can go to www.heartriver.org. 
just the way it sounds, heartriver.org. And I just want to say I got introduced to maybe with Peter Human Design, but a friend of mine started uh, working with it and uh, became an analyst for studying. And I was like a guinea pig and, and was on the phone for hours listening to finding out more about myself. And uh, it was jaw-dropping. The, the detail and accuracy was just mind-boggling, and I became uh, a true divert, devotee uh, of this area. And um, and Peter's been doing it longer than most. Hi, Peter. How are you doing? Hi, Paul. I'm fine. Thank you. I'm so glad to be talking with you. I, I think yeah. the person you're referring to was somebody who I originally showed her her human design. Could be. Uh, uh, Karen, her name is? Is that the one? Oh, yeah, there's yeah. a Karen who actually came to my school for quite a while. Yes. And then became yeah. an yeah. analyst, right? Yes, I know. I think I told her about you, but she said she met you somewhere else, but I don't know. Anyway, uh, what's important is that... Uh, <clears throat> You know, I, I started as a program, a computer programmer many years ago out of college before most people knew anything about computers, including myself. <laughs> and um, and I'm starting to believe that we, we are programmed <laughs> just like a computer. And human design really got me thinking about that. I mean, how else would it know uh, just by knowing some details about a person's uh, birth uh, so much about them. So, uh, could you tell the people just you know just to open it up, how it came about and how you got involved with it? Sure. Years ago, one of my students at Heart River Center uh, knew that I was teaching about the the uh, I Ching and chakras, and said, "Oh, there's this new system that is all about." the I Ching, and chakras, and it's called human design. Would you like to know more about it? And I said, sure. <laughs> and I actually um, called uh, an analyst who I guess used to live in New York. I think he's in Europe now. And he did a chart reading for me that was very interesting. I um I'm not sure it was as evolved or uh, as advanced as it currently is at the time. I was already impressed, though, so it was fine. And I said, all right, got to get into this. And I started studying it. And, and then I was on a fast track, and and I studied with the founder of it, this man named Ra, and he uh, he was teaching out in California, and uh, sorry, in Arizona. So I went to study with him and and uh, became uh, an analyst. I, I was already an analyst, but became an advanced analyst from that. And that was, I think, in 2002. So that's how long I've been doing this. Wow. Yeah, it's been uh, 13 years. And Ra died, I heard. Uh, he was also a manifester. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, um, Peter asked me, my time of birth is 7.38 p.m. I just looked it up. Okay. So, so, Good to know, because we'll want. talk a little bit about 
your yeah. design as well because okay it'll help illustrate yeah, I, what this is about yes yes we can uh, go over that briefly uh but you know what i think is important for people to understand is how this can help them you know how it how important it is i know for myself you know it gave me uh, it it answered questions that I had about how people reacted to me. And let's face it, you know, life is about, well, I believe it's primarily about learning our lessons. But, you know, during the day-to-day, it's about relationships. Let's be honest about it. Uh, And relationships is, is, you know, between people, between nations, between, you know, any entities. It's, It's very important and probably a very complicated, it is a very complicated area and what it taught me is, how, you know, how to make people react to me better. And maybe I was, you know, uh, I wasn't clear on the interaction between the outside world and myself. But human design made it much clearer to me why people reacted a certain way, and right. you know how you I should act. It gave you a personal strategy yes, about you your type that needed yes. to understand, especially your type. Because you have an unusual type that does need a special strategy, and you and and that's why that type, if you don't know the strategy, you can really get into trouble with others. Yes, I have. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I have. And uh, you know, you wonder—is it me? Is it? <laughs> well, you know, it's just—it's just the interaction. It's neither. Everyone's fine in themselves, but when you put two things together, sometimes they, they react well or not, chemistry or or in real life, and it's it's because, you know, how one thing affects the other thing. Um, well, what it so, was, you know, with you, with your yeah, design, yeah. is that you, you need to approach people with a specific strategy, and you didn't know that strategy without knowing your human design, so you wouldn't know how to approach people. Exactly, exactly. Correctly, anyway. So yeah. this was very well, important for you to to have that key to yes. to be seen and heard and appreciated and empowered by others. Yes. And a lot of people yes. who don't know their human design, you know, m- many of them might have your design that needs that particular strategy. Some of the other types in human design don't need to know that as critically as as your type does right and because my my type affects people more i have uh, i could have a strong uh, you know uh, uh, energy and it could pu- push people away and i realize that right exactly and i have to tread lightly <laughs> because i know i've I've gotten people mad at me just for asking a question, which from my standpoint was innocent. But I guess combined with the question and my uh, energy type, it kind of made them feel angry. <laughs> right. And, and makes you angry, why. too. Because the <laughs> theme of your type, you, shall we talk angry. about what your type is? Sure. You're a manifester. And that manifestors are... Eight and a half percent of the population. That's why it's fairly uncommon. And manifestors are here uh, 
to have impact and think that way more than others might. And so what you were doing is expecting others to respond to your need for impact in a way that they weren't prepared because you weren't explaining yourself properly because you didn't know that you needed to. Correct. And once once you learn that that your type, the manifester, needs to be sensitive to explaining yourself to others in ways that they that you never understood before, then you finally were able to have the impact that you wanted. Yeah, I, I didn't want it to feel uh, threatened by me or think I had some ulterior motive that I didn't have. And um, it became, you know, it became easier for me when some of the strategies were explained. And uh, also I would be a little more aggressive if I wanted to connect or have people, you know, let's say respond to me and, you know, work with me in some ways. And I was told uh, by this lady, Karen, to state your case and just relax. They'll come to you. And they did. Much more right. than when I was more aggressive. <laughs> exactly. Stay in your case. That's the point. It worked, and that mm-hmm. it worked quite well. And uh, you may, yeah, I mentioned four one. I'm a four one, whatever that means. Uh, I don't well, know. four one is called fixed fate. I'm a four yes, one fixed. too, and right. we get into trouble because <laughs> <No kidding. laughs> we we behave in ways that people think that we're not willing to adapt and change. People think that we're stuck. We don't think we are. We think that we're really open to new ideas and new people. The problem is that a 4-1 fixed-fate person like us expects people to have done their homework, and we're not interested in cooperating with people who haven't. So when people think that we're just going to adapt to what they like and what they want and you know isn't it great we're just all we're all believing this now and you go no I'm not going to just believe this now that's not who I am and if you've done your homework then you'll convince me and then I'll you'll pull me over but until then don't even think that you're going to convince me about anything and and people look at it and go, oh, you're stuck, you know, you you're not willing to change. And you go, yeah, I am. I just need proof. <laughs> my my granddaughter called me a know-it-all. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's hard. So, but it, but when you know that you can be identified in that negative way by your granddaughter, mm-hmm. nonetheless, you can, <laughs> you know, you you can learn to appear more adaptable. Try to be friendlier about it or explain yourself more so that people go, oh, you're not so stuck, you just have good reason. So what are the other, uh, just, you know, for for people listening in, uh, the other uh, areas, uh, other, I I know there are three more. Types, you mean. Types, I'm sorry. Yeah, right. And so I'm, I'm a different type than you are. 
Thankfully so. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not a manifester. It's hard. But then again, my type isn't a whole lot easier because I'm a generator. And us generators, we just we think that we can make life work by just stirring the pot, being busy. And the busier we are, the better we can stir the pot. And life will then reward us with results because we're stirring the pot so hard. So we have this motor going that needs to stir the pot all the time. And it's exhausting. (laughs) And not only that, but the theme for us generators is frustration. Because... We stir the pot so hard, and guess what? It doesn't pay off the way we expect. Life, you know, just that's life. Life, right. just, you know, isn't a normal uh, stir the pot and everything works life. But we we want it to be. We we think that we think that we're manifestors. So we're trying to manifest a result. But all we're doing is really generating a lot of energy that we hope results in manifestation, but not directly. Also, there's a different. Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt, but there is another difference. Uh, I was told I'm allowed to initiate without permission, and ma- and generators need to respond or wait. Yeah, but what but how what we we respond to and how we re, we respond aren't so strict. So okay. when people say, "Oh, I have to wait to respond," it's like they might have some fixed idea of what they're supposed to respond to. That isn't right. practical. Right. And and so uh, there are a lot of people who have been taught by analysts who don't know any better to stay frozen until there's something that you know until somebody asks them for something or suggests something to them that they can respond to instead of being open to what shows up in life that you can respond to as well ah i see so uh-huh. a lot of people misunderstand that ah uh, yeah uh-huh yeah, I was wondering about that myself. It sounded like it was kind of restricting. And uh, yeah, but so what about people, the other? Uh, there are the people other types? who teach it that way. There are, you know, not all yeah. analysts understood what they were being taught. <laughs> well, sure. I've done chart readings for people who who have had chart readings from other people, and have come to me for help because they felt that, oh my God, this is a chart reading that. It's hard to live with it. It's so restrictive. I don't know if I can, you know, keep waiting. And they they say, don't do anything. Just keep waiting. And it's like, you know, maybe you can do more than that. That's fine. So yeah. So there really is. There really are misunderstandings about human design, even among uh, trained and you know the training i mean i had one client who came to see me for reading and she had trainings with human design analysts or teachers 
and mm-hmm. and said, "I'm totally confused now. I don't know what to do. I need." And I gave her a reading. She said, "Wow, you just opened all kinds of new doors for me." Uh-huh. So, not everybody understands the nuances of it, and right. and so it's it's pretty pretty profound in ways that not everybody is wise enough to understand. Luckily, I've done thousands of, of readings and that have worked in people's lives that have been very helpful to them so that I know I know where people are happy and and empowered from from what I I do for them. So what are the other types briefly cuz I want to get into how, how what this is about where it came from uh, a little bit if if Okay uh, sure. so what are the other So the, types? another type that is really important to know about are the projectors. Right. And I'm you and I we're not projectors so right. it's hard to see ourselves in their shoes. But fortunately, my wife is a projector, so I've really learned from watching her be who she is to understand what what I don't understand that projectors do. And that's projectors are here to be recognized for their design, for how their design reads about who they are. And they're very fussy they only want to work with people or, or connect with people who read them properly, who appreciate them for who they're designed to be. That's why their their theme in life is bitterness, because they get bitter when people misread them. And Aren't they supposed to be guides, though, I was told? or is that Well, that's because, yes, and, and that's because of their um the kind of self nurturing that they do the the rest of us we're we're kind of slaves to our energy and we jump all over the place certainly us generators who the projectors are here to save from the slavery of our own <laughs> uh, need to stir our pot so much so hard all the time because they're really m- so much more into self-nurturing. And then they, you know, like my wife, and she's always saying, well, we're going to go on vacation. And I go, no, we can't go on vacation. We have to work. I mean, you know, that's what we're in life for is to, we got to work. we got to, you know, accomplish what we need to through our work and keep going and keep doing it. And and projectors, no, they're, they're not here to be slaves like that. So... They teach us to honor ourselves better <laughs> and not be okay. slaves to our energy. And uh, and they're all they're not. See, we're stirring the pot, us generators. But projectors, they don't stir the pot; they design the pot. And it's fascinating to watch them do it. They're they're. Because it's that's what they're here for, is to be recognized. So they're busy designing who they need to be recognized as. Mm-hmm. And and that's how they succeed in life. So it's 
why we're all different. <laughs> and then you have reflectors who are a very small percentage, like 2%. Yeah, that's only 1.5%. And I used to, somehow, I don't know why, I used to meet a lot of projector, uh, reflectors, but for some reason they haven't shown up in in my life in, in quite a while now. So I don't know why, because it is 1.5% of the population. But... Um, Whatever, what I mean, someday they'll show up uh, again. <laughs> I guess I've met about 20 of them so far in oh, my that's, life. That's a pretty good number. Yeah. Uh, what is their role uh, in society? They're, they're here to reflect what's around them. Okay. You know, the, you, you know what's going on when you watch a reflector behave, because they're going to behave according to what's happening in their world. So... They're they're interesting people to watch, and and so and they're generally good, happy people. I I I've, the ones I've met I've really appreciated and and uh, understand that you know they're not. I mean I guess they could reflect a lot of negativity if they're around it, but those aren't the reflectors I've met. Well, but but there's more. But I was just thinking about that because I, you know there are a number of ways, obviously, to analyze a person. Uh, you know, uh, you know a lot of uh, formula, formulae. But what I learned from some other f- formula that I learned years ago, and it could be applied just as well here, is if you see someone who should be like this but they're not, then you notice some psychological thing going on some emotional thing going on that's screwing it up, right? Could be influences they've had to throw them off. Yeah. And yeah. you ever get involved with that? Most people are living their design. I've really met very few who are thrown off, like what you're saying, because let's just say that there's a lot of conflict in their lives and therefore they can't be true to themselves. And then you look at their charts and you find out their charts are full of having a lot of conflict in their lives. So then what do you do? You know, that they're okay, being true. Well, then they're okay. If that's the case, I don't know. I'm just I'm yeah. throwing it out there because I do know a reflector, this woman. You know, I just ran a chart. I didn't go into any detail, but she was not a happy She's not a happy person. Well, a reflector. She's had a yeah. lot of. Tough things in a life, you know. Right, that's reflectors because they're they're more pure about what they're reflecting. But the generators and the, you know all the other types are okay. automatically going to live their design, and they don't need to know human design to live it. They human what human right. design helps is to know how to live it better. Right. And yet there are some types that are just here for trouble. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's true. And well, there's and trouble in the world, so there you well, go. Well, <laughs> yeah, there, there. I've seen a number of charts that you know of from really difficult people who I'm so glad that I don't have to do a chart reading for them because it would just be difficult to tell them. Yes, I know why you're so unhappy. I know why <laughs> life hasn't worked for you. Because you have this design that you're born into that really makes life almost impossible for you. Wow. And and so there are people who who are born that way, and, and, I've, and I know some of them. Plus, I've also done 
I've looked at the charts of a number of famous people who um, aren't always nice people, and their charts show that, that they're not here. You know, there are some public figures who have a terrible, terrible time. I'm, I'm thinking of somebody like Sarah Palin, who has really had a tough time. And you say, well, you know, that's just... Whatever you know, people can't figure her out because she's she's hard to figure out. Well, it turns out that right at the top of her chart is a trait called insensitive to the needs of society. So right away she was born to be insensitive. So that's why she behaves in ways that you say, well, it doesn't make sense that she would make those choices in her life because. She's supposed to be responsible, and this doesn't look very responsible, et cetera, et cetera. And, and it's amazing that she's born that way. She also has a, a trait called rejection of higher principles. And that's why she can say the things she says that people go, oh, my God, that's so off base. And yet, and then she also has a trait called the Savior. So she's here to be recognized as a Savior, and she was at the time of that presidential election, they saw her as the savior. She was going to save the party from defeat. And, you know, but she didn't, but but she was recognized for that in her chart. And that's pretty wild that the charts can can show that kind of definition for people. Yeah. Let me just interrupt because uh, we, we have a few have a few more minutes. I can go a little over if you have time. I just want to tell people who are listening to uh, Getting on Top on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Paul Morris. We hear Wednesdays from 4 to 4.30 p.m. And we broadcast from the southern Hudson Valley region, New York State, northern suburbs of New York City. Today we're talking to Peter Roth about human design. And what I just, you know, in the last uh, five minutes or so, uh, I just, I want people to understand how this uh, program understands people so well. Where did it come from, and you know how, to, how does it have so much insight into uh, uh, into humans, into human behavior? Could you right. talk a little about that? Well, it it really understands us to a T in great depth. So, I do when I do chart readings, it's usually a couple hours of intense detail, and it's all a hundred percent accurate. And and that's what people tell me at the end of chart readings. I, I'll ask them how accurate is it, and they go, "Oh my God, you got everything! How did you know so much?" So it really is fascinating. But it, as we said, it it's really important to help us know ourselves in a way that we can make better choices for ourselves in life. And and you know, it helped. That's how it helped you. You know, you learn to be a better person from it. Well, I think we also respect ourselves more because there may be something we do or we were doing and we didn't understand, you know, for instance. Right. It wasn't as easy for me to, you know, to really be close to friends uh, when I was growing up. And you understand why as a manifester, at 401 in particular, you know, some people are like, who is this guy, <laughs> you know? You know, I right. didn't realize that. I thought it was just a friendly guy, you know. And yeah, everybody's they, designed to be they who they to, naturally are. 
but I didn't realize. So you know, you could come away saying there's something wrong with me. Maybe you know, I don't know what it is. You know, I I used deodorant and the mouthwash this morning, but you know, and then when you learn what it's about, you respect yourself more, and you know what I'm saying. You feel more right. comfortable. Right. With, oh People wait a have... minute, maybe I have a bigger thing going on here. I don't have right. to worry so much. And then right. once you do that, everything else falls in place anyway. People have so come to me. Helpful. Right. Helpful People have to come to me who have these problems, and then when I show them who they are, they go, "Oh, thank God to know I was born this way." So it's <laughs> not really my fault, right. is it? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> right. And and then they find the good part of it, so yeah. they can accentuate the good part and. And I feel so bad about the stuff that doesn't seem to be fitting in or even learning how you could be, uh, you know, more, uh, uh, people could be more comfortable with you around. So, sure. yeah, it's, it's depending on, on you know, on on your uh, uh, particular design. So so how does how human design know so much about people? How is it so smart? It's the way the world works. You know, if I told you what your birth card is or what your astrology is or what your numerology is, it would also be exact. That's true. And so there are ways that there are patterns we're born into, and those patterns are identified through these different divining tools. Right, right. So it's fascinating, and that's why all of these tools work. That's what led me to think that we're like computers, and and we are, you know, we're programmed basically. I mean, well, how other, how else could you think about it if there's if there's a master program which could tell you how each one is? There has to be something going on. A programmer, for instance, right. <laughs> and they, you know, because I mean, I can't possibly imagine something like this happening by accident, but who knows? Well, it didn't happen by accident. Certainly the information came through the man who who brought this to life. It was channeled to him. A voice spoke to him and said, pay attention for the next eight days, take notes. And he did. And the whole system was delivered because it's, it's so magical. Nobody could have figured it out. No, no. But it also told him to go to certain uh, certain information. That was you know, like I Ching and, and so on and so no, forth. It, it that was already there and how yeah, to yeah. use it. All of it was already right. there, the chakras and the I Ching and knowing right. where the planets are. What what it, right. what he didn't know and what it showed him was where the the hexagrams of the Chinese I Ching sit in the sky in relationship to the planets at the moment of our birth. Ah, uh, I see. And that's where it crosses so he, over. From it helped them astrology. put it all together. Exactly. It was a genius thing, and nobody could have thought of it. It was beyond human sure. understanding. Sure. So it's amazing when you realize that that life works magically, and we there are higher powers out there that communicate with us and many others. You know, I'm also an intuitive, and I do a lot sure. of work for people using my intuition. And sure. you know, and I'd like to tell people how to find me. Yeah. Uh, on the, yeah. Know. Well, I gave you uh, uh, your website, but 
do it again and you can give me your phone okay, number whatever. You. A- anything that are coming up, uh, you know, any kind of Yeah, I have well tomorrow night I actually am starting an intuitive development program. So if people want to really learn to be powerfully intuitive, I've been teaching this program for about 18 years and thousands of uh-huh. students have taken it and learned to be amazingly intuitive. So mm-hmm. so that's that's coming up. But also I you know, I do charts and I I help people all the time so uh, people can call me for that so i'm in in new york uh, uh my phone number is 212-222-7748 and i have a website and it's heartriver.org h-e-a-r-t org, and people can reach me that way or peter at heartriver.org is my email address well thank you peter roth for being my guest oh it's so great talking something. with you paul Something yeah. additional. I like what you described in the beginning. Uh, uh, made something clearer to me, so that's why oh, uh, each time I have you on, I learn a little more. Good. And I hope uh, listeners uh, learned as well. Thanks. Thank you for being uh, my and, guest, Peter. And yeah, and please invite you me listeners. back another time. I, absolutely. In fact, maybe I have something for you to have me on for. But uh, we'll talk about that offline. Okay. okay. <laughs> All the best. Thanks very much. Thank you. Take care, and bye, everyone. He was up each morning with the dawn Because he knew his daily run was long and hard And he had to be ready Get his freight train down the track Determination he would never lack A little locomotive called Freight Train Freddy Okay, everyone, if they would, if you would like to find out more about me, Paul Morris, uh, you can uh, email me at paul at conqueringdepressionforlife.com. That's a long one. And you could also go to my website, which is Conquering Depression for Life dot com, and I'll tell you what depression really is, and why people, even though they take uh, many uh, uh, medications for depression, may still have the symptoms. I've talked to a number of them, unfortunately, uh, that are still suffering, and explain what really uh, what the basis of depression really is. So uh, you know, check it out. If you want to call me, it's Two one two. I'm sorry, not two one two. It's eight four five four two five six three eight nine, and uh, I'll uh, talk to you over the phone and uh, give you a, a free consultation and find out uh, what's going on and if I could help. And thanks for listening. Bye now. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.